Yeah, I know. Go. Hello, I am your host, Gumball Watterson. And I am your co-host, Darwin Watterson. And this is The Amazing World of Trans Experiences. This is our first episode, although we've recorded it way too many times by now. Yeah, like 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we're in like this new podcasting studio and it's... Um, they don't know how to work They it. don't know how to work it, which is fine. It's fine. Yeah, we it's don't know. It's yourself. brand new. It's fine. It's fine. It's brand new. Um, and we don't know how to work it out. There's a lot of random shit in here that we don't even know what it is. Um, but we're here now, again. And hopefully this one doesn't get deleted. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna kill this one. Yes. Um, so yes, I'm Gumball, and um, my pronouns are he they, and I am a trans masculine non-binary person. Um, I also happen to be Latino, and um, I am queer. I like to say <laughs> queer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, on the other hand, <laughs> I am Darwin Watterson. I use he him. Um, I am a trans man, uh, and I am Asian American. I also love the ladies. Hell yeah. But men are also spicy, but like, I think I'm just, you I'm a ladies man. Like, no, yeah, I think so, I'm a ladies man too. Yeah, Yeah, but I I say straight, as awful <laughs> yeah. as that is. Mm, straight man. A straight trans man. Straight trans man, yeah, throw that in there. Yeah, that's um, spice. So I am from a place called Winchester, Virginia. And I would say it's the middle of nowhere. I tell people like I live on a mountain and don't have neighbors and it smells like cow shit. Um, but now it's, like, one of the top-growing cities in Virginia, so I guess that's changing quickly. It's fine. Uh, we love the town. <laughs> the town is really pretty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, I'm glad I'm kind of out of there. Um, what about you? Come, I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm Darwin. Yes, I got that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Where um, are you from? No, yeah. Uh, I am from Williamsburg, Virginia, and, uh, I moved to Virginia about seventh grade, um, coming from Indiana, which was a very white state, um, being Asian American, it was definitely a culture shock. Coming to Virginia now with all the diversity, welcomed, obviously, um, just a little different. But um, yeah, I just say Williamsburg, that's where my grandparents are located. My mom's out in the middle. Um, so I was going to say Middle East. <laughs> She's out in the Middle East. She's fighting over there. No. Um, She's the Midwest. She's <laughs> the Midwest. She's, uh, she's in the Midwest. She's, she's back out there. Yeah, she's she's fighting for us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Uh, so then, uh, talking about family, I guess. So yeah, my mom, uh, she's always been out in the Midwest. Uh, and then we came to Virginia for my grandparents, and now she's back out there. Um, and I am here going to college, obviously. So I am still in the area, but my family situation is definitely interesting. I was adopted from China when I was a baby, and then a bunch of other stuff, which we'll probably dive into later, but, you know, it's fun. It's but a they, good time. But they still, like, support you and stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, you know, the transition is definitely interesting for everyone, but right. there hasn't been any, like, you know, public outcry. Right. <laughs> no riots in the family Yeah, or no hate okay. crimes or anything, Great, great, perfect, nice. perfect. That's, yeah, that's the same over here. There's still, like, an adjustment. Um, my parents are super cool with it. They've always been fairly, like, liberal and open-minded when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, they took it way better than I was expecting, and my relatives are really Catholic and, like, big churchgoers and stuff, so I was always kind of worried, especially with, like, my grandparents, that it would be different, but mm, 
nope, it's so much the same. It's kind of crazy. I was pretty shook at how positive of like reactions I've got from everyone. Um, so yeah, I guess that was just kind of lucky me because <laughs> I lucked out. Lucky gumball. I'm very grateful because normally it's not like that, and that's why like you know through the whole time I was like preparing for the worst. But. No, yeah, I feel like in college I've definitely like been more aware now of like everyone's different like backgrounds mm-hmm. and like obviously if you're in one town your whole life you don't really get that yeah um but like coming here and like hearing everyone's like stories especially like our whole like friend group we all are part of like the lgbtq plus community in a mm-hmm. sense there's a couple straighties but yeah <laughs> they're allowed a couple outliers yeah they're, they're the on thin ice. One bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no. no everyone you know everyone's good everyone has a good background it's definitely interesting to see like how different parents react. Mm-hmm. I mean, situations. I mean, that's like kind of the one of the points of this whole podcast is that we have such different experiences, but yet they're still really similar in like the way that we've coexisted in, in these past few years. Because um, Darwin and I were freshman year roommates pre-transition, so like we were two like presenting female lesbians like in a dorm together. Like, At as, that time, as yeah. the les- as like the hall gays, the hall you know? gays, yeah. yeah. Um, People loved us. Oh yeah, no, don't everyone, worry. Everyone loved us. We're big fans of the gays. Um, but yeah, we're both in college now. Um, I'm a psychology major. And I am a criminology major. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you switching that up on you? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if I give them my actual major, it's very clear-cut to our school. Down. That's fair. That's fair. Oh. So don't give that away. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll be criminology. a careful <laughs> yeah, in that field. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, psychology. Any bitch can fuck a piece. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only the uh, ones with trauma. Oh, get my fucking neck. Um, no, I just like to see how people work and especially within the trans community, I think that's really important. And so that's one of the things we're hoping to accomplish in this is just get some education out there because even though our families are like super supportive and stuff, I know that they still lack a lot of educational resources. And, you know, my mom was the one that like even recommended this to, to me, like was like, hey, like you should start like writing about your life or like, you know, just journaling. And I was like, mm, I hate writing. That's a lot of effort. My hand gets tired. kid over here. Yeah, what the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> Darwin just watched the fucking Diary of a Kid movie, and he's fucking made us all watch it. It's so good. It was pretty good. Zooey mama. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, but basically my mom said, and was like, you should do something, because, you know, your life's kind of dope. And I was like, well, um, a podcast would be cool and all, um, but it's pretty boring to just talk to yourself the whole time. So I needed a buddy over here, and I found my trans bestie. Besties. Besties. And now we're out doing this. So we can share our trans experiences. We hope to have other people on the show. We have a few other, one other trans, one other trans bestie. One other trans bestie um, who, you know, we hope to have on. And, you know, maybe they'll be open to talking and stuff. Yeah, sharing their experiences. You know, I was just messaging Darwin last night that I noticed that we only have one cis man in our, like, close, close friend group. (laughs) And we were joking about that. But maybe he'll be on the show and give... The straight white, or mm, no, it's mm, <laughs> questionable, <laughs> questionable, um, uh, white man like pers- perspective, yeah, perspective of having like three trans besties. I think that's like kind of crazy to think about, um, and the rest being like you know, women, uh, especially in like the traditional college setting, too. I feel like mm-hmm. you know, it's like the chances of you having more trans friends mm-hmm. than like cis friends is definitely kinda, interesting yeah kind of crazy but it's definitely nice because it definitely like, normalizes a lot of things for us within like our group yeah um, like we don't believe in toxic masculinity yeah no we do the hugging we say we love you 
we do not switches. him though, sometimes no. i watch i'm aware i'm like mm-hmm. he didn't say it back <laughs> oh my god stop you're so funny get us back oh my god bullying him and he's not even here yeah, <laughs> it's fine but yeah we'll get into all the college life shit um in one of our other episodes but this was just more an intro episode um just kind of like our quick stories and our situations before we delve into like bigger topics you know we're talking about like how our families reacted, trans terminology, trans people in the media, relationships, sex. But then we also do fuck shit, like music. And yeah, those are going to be fun episodes. <laughs> yeah, Look I'm, out for those. Where we're definitely going to, I think we're doing what? We should do a Minecraft stream or something? A Ooh, Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. Minecraft That'd podcast nice. moment. That would be kind of dope. Uh, yeah, we're big gamer boys up in here. Yeah, we got switches. We do switches. Rift, we do just we dance. Got, we got we're, we're big partiers. Um, so yeah, we'll be getting into all this kind of good shit up in there. But yeah, this episode was definitely just to kind of to say hi, yeah. make our appearance known, and then mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, we can snowball from there. Right, and this is, you know, a, it's a self-journal. It's like a, a watching our own progress, in a sense. So while you guys get to tag along, it's mostly for ourselves. Like, you know, I'm not actually doing this shit for you, okay? But It's for my own it's self-preservance. Yeah, um, and our families can, like, know some more words, I think. Because, like, you know, I post stuff on, like, my Instagram stories and all that, but... Sometimes they don't get it, or, like, the words are too, like, complicated for them. Like, or they just don't click. Yeah, and so, like, when it comes from, like, me or, like, someone, like, really breaking it down on, like, a more humanized level that, like, social media and the internet can't do, I think it's... It opens up that, like, willingness to actually, like, listen. Yeah. And, like, like absorb you, the Once you can level up with them, you're not, like, throwing information at them and be like, learn this. Yeah, it's more of a, like, nice set, sit Conversation. down. Conversation. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, not as mm-hmm. in your face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I guess we just, like, hope to educate bitches up in here, and what? I don't know. I mean, I think that's pretty good. I would say that that's... We've been doing it for 11 minutes. Oh, my God. That's not very long. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not long at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We should just do our coming out in the first episode. Okay. Um. So, I guess we should go over our coming out stories real quick. That seems like a pretty important factor in the transness i suppose everyone wants to know how did you come out how did you tell your family who said what it's like none of their business but yeah. they'd be up all up on they'd your be shit. Up, up in it they all want to know and like bitches get mad when you don't tell them i'm mm-hmm. like mm, can i help you um like i don't owe you anything or like mad that you like didn't tell them first or something right right like that's so like like you know trans people don't owe you like that information like they don't owe you anything Anything they give you is a privilege. It's it's a privilege to be loved by a trans person. Yeah, so get your neck. Get your fucking neck. But yeah, basically my coming out story, I guess, was I was in quarantine. And, um, like, March 2020. Yeah. And we just got kicked out of our little freshman year dorms, rest in power. Um, <clears throat> and I was, like, low-key going stir-crazy in my house. Because right before we got kicked out, I just had my realization of, like, my... Like, I put the name to the face of my gender identity crisis. Like, I knew all along what I was and, like, who I was, you know? Um, but, like, I never wanted to say it or, like, admit it to myself. Like, there was just, like, a lot of, like, internalized transphobia and, like, I don't know, just, like, bad, Uneducation bad, bad vibes. Yeah, sense, like, yeah. I never had the words to put any of this in, really, especially, like, growing up in the conservative area that I did. So, like, coming to college definitely, like, shook me awake real fucking quick. And, it, like, social media helped, too. I followed a lot of, like, trans people, especially from, like, middle school that I've been watching. And, like, watching them grow from me being in middle school to now being in college. Like, I was, like, they can do it. Like, it's possible. And they look, like, 
beautiful like you know they they're like, owning it yes they're like it's comfortable like, they're like skin. yeah they're like growing into themselves like you can actually see them now if that makes sense and they see themselves and that's such now. like a beautiful thing to witness yes and i was like i can like i want that like i can potentially do that and i have all these you know like now or never moments in my head where like you know if i do it now like i'll i'll do it all right now or like i won't do it all ever and i'll just never tell anyone the secret and so like literally just one night in march i went downstairs my dad's in the computer room my mom's like making like i don't know she makes like these weird like egg muffin omelet things that she does before work i don't know um but it was an evening so it was like dark and she's like making eggs weird um but i went to my dad and i wrote down like on a piece of paper i was like i'm transgender and non-binary do you still love me and because I didn't even know if he knew, like, those words for real, like, and I didn't want to come out to him, like, I never came out prior to coming out as trans, so, like, I didn't come out as a lesbian before, like, my friends knew that I liked girls, but... But there wasn't a label. Right, there was never really a label, and, like, I never really confirmed or denied the whole gayness thing, I just knew that I liked girls, and people, I guess, got that gist, because I was pretty presenting, like, masculine in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I had my hair short for a while and all that, um, and so then, you know, I just slipped the paper over to my dad before like he like before I could take it away you know I wanted him to like catch it before I could because like if I decided to change my mind right then and there like I'd pull that paper away and like it would never would have happened you know and he sees the paper and you know he reads it and he's like you know of course I still love you and then he was like can you go get me a beer and I was like all right perfect <laughs> that's how that seems like the you know that seems like my dad yeah um then I was like okay well skipped up downstairs got the beer came back up and I was like mom I'm trans and non-binary and she was like Okay. And my sister turns to me and she goes, I thought you were just gay. <laughs> she said, get your <laughs> damn neck. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, like, mind your own business, lady. Um, <laughs> but, you know, then she was, I was like, I was like, no, like, I was like, I lied. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Yeah. And, like, I really know what I want now and who I am. And uh, this is it. Take it or leave it. And my mom was like, okay, cool. She's like, mixing her eggs. And she's like, do you want a hug? And I was like, I guess not no i guess i'm just gonna go to bed i'm chilling <laughs> yeah so then i just like literally just like went back upstairs and texted all my friends and was like ah like he him pronouns now like i'm officially out out like i can tell everyone and like i was so comfortable with it because like i never like i knew my parents wouldn't disown me or like be horrible to me like they've never been like that i knew they would love me i'm lucky like that um but like there was still like always like that what if like i would always have to be dealing with something i'd always have to come out they would always have to deal with their coworkers and like I was just overthinking way too many problems that, like, high-key are not my issue. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> that is that's not, not your thing to worry thing about. To worry about. Yeah, um, your existence shouldn't matter like that in right. that sense. Yeah, and, you know, I was like, after that, I told my parents to just tell all the relatives. Like, I didn't want to do it. That's so exhausting. And I was also nervous because they were pretty, con- or not conservative, but religious. And there were no issues. They all supported me. Some, like, reached out, texted me. Um just gave me like little like heartfelt gifts and like messages so it was actually really nice um so yeah i guess that was my coming out story it was pretty quick and clean because i'd never wanted to come out prior to because i had seen all these trans people that i'd followed before and like the way that people doubted them like after once, that first yeah like first you like, come out as a lesbian then like, you come out as yeah, trans they're like, like what really what's are next? you like, yeah like yeah like, i it's got just you. a phase like i didn't like especially because my my father's a little more on, like, the hesitant side. Like, not and not against or whatever. He's, you know, whatever, do what makes you happy kind of thing. But, like, I could still tell, like, he was kind of weary about it. And, like, I just wanted to, like, like him to... I didn't want any doubt to be in place, I guess. Um, especially within, like, the older generations. Um, but it was pretty smooth. So, I guess I got lucky with that. What about you? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, your story was 
good. I'm very happy that it occurred like that yeah. because I know there are a lot of people who don't yeah. have that type of fortune. That's crazy. But I mean, on the other hand, like my my coming out story, I did come out liking girls prior to transitioning, but I think that I mainly just kind of labeled myself, at least in high school, like as bisexual. When I was younger, I remember like kind of always being like, oh, I can date a girl in college. Like college is where like I can be free, like yeah. wait until then and then you're set. And f- at least when I was younger, my biggest focus in a sense was like sexuality just because like I don't know, just around where I was, like, living and everything, the first, like, forefront thing that came to my mind was, like, in school, like, oh, like, I like this girl, and that's different. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily, like, I want to be the man in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't connect it like that Mm -hmm. until, like, later in transitioning. But, like, yeah, always, for me at least, fulfilling that, like, masculine role was something that always, like, gave me, like, a fulfillment that, like, being a girl who, like, was a girl in a girl relationship like mm-hmm. didn't yeah um but yeah my uh coming out i would i uh came out around like six months after uh gumball and i'd always like as a kid kind of had my doubts about gender i just never knew it was that at that time um and then uh, watching gumball kind of go through his transition kind of like in a real life situation compared to like just watching it online i was like shit all these things are happening that like testosterone does to your body and I and I was like they he looks so happy like everything and it's like I could potentially reach that point in my life if I do take these steps to in a sense like come out and like do this whole process in a sense but I mean it was super good um my grandparents and my mom were you know shocked a little bit at first in a sense because I did come out as gay in the first place um, but it wasn't, like, anything bad. There was, it was always that, like, oh, just do what makes you happy. Like, yeah. we're always here to love and support you. And, you know, that's always, that's amazing. But, yeah, that transition, you know, everyone, the whole pronouns thing takes a little mm-hmm. bit of getting used to. Yeah. And some people are more willing than others to, like, mm-hmm. try. And, you know, that can hurt feelings. Yeah. But, um, no, otherwise it was good. And, like, yeah, I, I transitioned um, during uh, fall semester uh, 2021. 2020 yeah. 2020 2020 yeah because yeah. <laughs> i i did my first yeah, did shot in june in the, yeah and i was in november mm-hmm. um and you know i i didn't like rush out to tell anyone that i was transitioning it was kind of just more of a personal thing like at least in my family but then you know i'm i tell my family i'm like hey i'm using these pronouns and it mm-hmm. i did it over text um just because that was better for me to get everything I wanted out, mm-hmm. um, all organized. Yeah, it's because like, you can see it. It's mapped out. It's and direct. then you yeah, and then you can yeah. send it rather than just mm-hmm. fumbling. Yeah, there's no in room person. for like miscommunication. And yeah, and then you know me if I didn't know something at that time, and they won't be like, oh, they don't know this, so mm-hmm. they're not trans or something. It was yeah. like, this is what's going on. I have it organized. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. And you know, after a while, like my voice started dropping, and like phone calls, they were like, "Oh, like mm-hmm. I'm aware now," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, haha." Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely had that too, where people were like, "Oh my God, your voice is getting so different," and like, yeah. you know, I'm fucking starting to grow a mustache and shit. Like, you can't hide that anymore. Like at this yeah. point, like, like the family that knew you before, like it's harder to hide it. So I knew that, like, if I went to my grandma's house, like, yeah. I don't look like the kid that I looked like even six months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I look significantly different. So. 
like just that little bit of shock like every time they see me it's different you know, it's yeah different. especially now that we're at college we're away for these mm-hmm. like yeah. chunks of time so now they're like they're like you know this kid that left for college, college was, was completely presenting different. female and yeah, now and now this kid killing. that keeps coming back is getting more and more masculine <laughs> yeah. each time and it's kind of like what not off-putting, but it's like throwing it's like throwing our yeah. family for a loop which like it fucking throws me for a loop it like, makes sense sometimes yeah. like i'll still like <laughs> refer to myself in like the kind of like more like female role mm-hmm. so like so i have like a cat <laughs> so i'm a cat dad but sometimes i'm like mm, cat mom and i'm like what <laughs> like <No>. what <laughs> i've definitely like like acts like in like past stories or something like i've used like she her on myself and mm-hmm. i've been like Ooh. just kidding <laughs> just don't kidding do that that, yeah. that was not a pass <laughs> for you <laughs> that was not it yeah no uh like because you know even like in telling past stories now i still try to use he him pronouns but it's so hard because in those times stories, like, i literally remember myself as as, as a whole female. other person yeah, yeah. and like that yeah that's like with family too like when they're trying to reference old things you mm-hmm. know they mess up on the pronouns yeah. it's like you can't dock them too hard but yeah. it's also like doesn't feel yeah it doesn't feel too great (laughs) no yeah so like even like you know before my voice started like dropping to like an obvious amount when i was on the phone and everything i would kind of like try and like hitch up my voice to Mm -hmm. kind of like match what it was before Mm -hmm. it started dropping just i don't know if it was to give them more of a transition time or Mm -hmm. if it was just kind of for my like own like anxiety yeah but i remember doing that like a lot to a lot of different people and now you know it's like I answer the phone to people I haven't, like, talked to in a while, and, like, my voice is completely different, and, like, mm-hmm. they don't bring it up, but, like, I'm not bringing it up, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hope you're doing good, bye. No. <laughs> bye. No, yeah, like, it's funny, or, like, you know, and I'm calling, like, some rando, and I'm like, hello, my name's blah, 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 and then, like, I go to my family, and I'm like, hey. Hey, bestie. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, I get, like, I think in that sense, like, I'm definitely, like, more feminine around my family, and I can't tell if that's, like, even more off-putting, because now I look like a man, and I'm mm. acting feminine, or if, like, I'm supposed to be, like, acting like a man and then, like, looking like a man. Like, if I'm, like, like, I feel like am I still at, like, a little bit of a rift, you mm. know? But um, I'm, like, comfortable in my own femininity now. And femininity. You get what I'm saying. Yes. Um, I, like, I'm comfortable in it now because I've had gender-affirming, you know, healthcare and, you know, yeah. testosterone. And I've had top surgery. I got it in July of 2021. Um, so just, like, super... I have, like, I feel like I executed everything I wanted to execute, if that makes sense. Like, you know how you were saying, like, when I get to college, I'll be able to date a girl. When I get to college, like, that's what I had in my head, too. When I get to college, I'll be able to be a boy. When I get to college, I can be who I want to be. I can date who I want to want. I can do what I want to do, you know? Um, because in high school, I was just living this lie. Like, it was just this person You were that, just there to get through it. Yeah. Like, I was, like, it was like an actor the whole time. It was like a, I was wearing a skin every day. And I was pleasing everyone. Everyone liked me. You know, I wasn't, like, in, like, the stupid popular crowd, but I wasn't, like, dirt to anyone, <laughs> you know? Good for you. Yeah, thank God. That's good. <laughs> um, let me just don't suck. Um, but, like, you know what I mean? So, like, I was always a people pleaser, but now I'm definitely just, like, finding myself saying, fuck the people and doing my own shit. Yeah, living for yourself. That's what I'm trying to do now, living for Mr. Gumball Watterson himself. Um, so, yeah, I just think that was a really good point that you made was once I, like, like, once I got to college, I, like, you know, well, we had COVID, I guess, that happened, mm, so yeah, it kind of abrupted was, college, that but that pushed me to, like, be like, okay, it's now, like, I have to do it now, because I might not be going back to college, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and so. you're, you, I feel like your story is, like, interesting, too, in the sense, like, where, you know, you go home, and, like, you figure all this shit out, and, like, you know, you've heard so many stories of people in COVID kind of going in and coming out a new person, mm-hmm. and, like, in a sense, we both did that, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know, it's just very interesting, because, like, um, I don't know where 
was going with that. Well, no, I think I know. I think I know where you're okay, going because, go like, because like we left the pandemic as a girl, and or like we went into the pandemic with being like yeah presenting presenting female, female and we both came out, out as yeah. men. So I was kind of home alone, quarantine, all of those multiple months. Yeah. I was mad but chilling. I think like in that time and even like in high school, like I really was letting out my femininity in a way that like at least in high school is like oh like follow the rich white popular people mm-hmm. all the girls all the little frou-frou whatever the fuck they were right so i had that little moment mm-hmm. in high school and that was me trying to figure out like what the fuck like i did not feel good in those clothes that was not yeah. those aren't clothes that i wanted to wear but i was like whatever no, this yeah, is I, what i'm supposed to do right i tried that shit too like i wore like you know like i remember in middle school like hollister booty shorts were like the thing mm-hmm. and like i was like never in my life or I like i rem- i remember this is so random but i remember in like middle school like this is like a kind of before like puberty in a sense mm-hmm. so like i remember like with uh in the changing rooms all the girls would have on their little like training bras or mm-hmm. whatever and i would just take off my shirt and be completely like <laughs> braless really? and just like you said tits out because i was like guys do it like yeah. and like i you know i grew up with like a single mom and like having my shirt off around the house was like normal i'm just like a kid running yeah. around yeah. like whatever so yeah. then now coming here wear sports bra do this and this and this and it's yeah. like fuck no i just like yeah. i'm just trying to get changed yeah. and like like i never once put a I, well i did put a real bra on my body but like i never actually wore it out anywhere like my mom would buy it and then i would put it on and then i would immediately take it off and it would go in the drawer with the tag still on and i never wore anything but calvin klein sports bras and also i just never really had like big tits to begin with i yeah, yeah i didn't i like barely still had like a fucking a cup pre pre-surgery um so like i just had like a smooth keyhole like it was super easy um quick recovery so like it was like quick and easy for me but like i get what you're saying like in the locker rooms and stuff like i definitely was like mm, this is weird because these girls are like girls and, and they're, I'm like, the only one filling this, doing. like, role that mm-hmm. society's put them in to a T. <laughs> and then we're here, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I just, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. But yeah, that's just a little bit about us, I guess. And I don't know what we'll do next week. We don't really have a set schedule because this is pretty um, rough intros, obviously. This is our, what, third or fucking fourth time doing this shit. Um, but, yeah, we'll hope to be in here, like, every week and recording some episodes about different things like the stuff we talked about and we'll see and how just it goes. interesting things that happen in our mm-hmm. fun little college lives yeah because we're super dope and we're super yeah funny. people fucking love us people well, not do to fucking flags, love we are we're kind we're of as fuck. we're kind of iconic we just on made this a campus. music video yesterday or it's was that gas. two days ago when it was whatever gas. it was it's gas. It was fucking fire literally like we're on people our be shit. commenting on our instagrams constantly hyping mm-hmm. us up i know like, we definitely have big heads, but it's what we deserve. It's what we fucking deserve. Trans joy, bitches. Trans motherfucking joy. Yeah, okay. once we're happy, everyone's happy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Anyways. Brought to you by your sponsorship, Colgate Heathbrush Whitening Gel. Brush your teeth. Yeah, you crusty ass motherfuckers. I'm, I have really good yeah. teeth, and so does Gumball. Darwin so we're going to judge people. you guys. Yeah, so you better have your white-ass smiles, because we don't want you know, yeah. yellow Yeah, and brush your tongue. Switch. Sometimes yeah, if your tongue's white, shit. it's nasty. That's I always gross. Scrape my tongue at night to mm. keep it clean. I use my toothbrush scrubber. I have, like, an actual metal thing yeah, that, I like, know, it's terrifying. forces it looks the like it's germs out of my mouth. Chop off your tongue. <laughs>
Okay. It works. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Thank you. you. Bye.